Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. We in there? We in here, yes, sir. We in there, we in there, August 18th. Welcome back to another episode of the Man to Man Pod. I'm live from Indy, AB's home. One half of the pod, Darius Butler, yours truly. Got my guy, Antoine Bethea. What he do, what he do? What's good, man? Slow, slow, slow news day, as usual, this time of year. We got a second week of preseason kicking off. What else we going to talk about today, man? Man, we got A-Rod, man, calling out the young guns. Um, you know, we're going to talk about that. You know, we got uh, LeBron. LeBron, a massive, massive, massive extension. Um, you know, putting him in some ranks alone by Big himself. Man. So, um, Derwin James got paid. For sure, for sure. Well-deserved. Um, Another Mugetta guy, too. David, man, he 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 been he been on a road this uh this uh, this all season, man. Yeah. Um, obviously NCAA. Well, I'll say the Big Ten making some news. Mm-hmm. Um, big time, big time uh deal. And um, you know, we we'll have a little discussion, man. We talking about the best the best football weather. You know, um, you grace. That's been a topic of discussion uh, on this show a few times. Yeah, you both already got know some strong I, opinion. Yeah, we both got some yeah, strong opinions on that. Yeah, y'all know where I stand on that. Where D Bus stand on that. So we're gonna t- we're gonna tap into that as well, man. As always, y'all put your comments in the comments section. Um, you know, we're gonna have that dialogue, that interaction with y'all as always, and um, you know, we're gonna make it happen. Yes, sir. Let's get to it. Let's go.
okay. I can't see the I can't see the comments. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, we back. Okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> man, let's jump yeah. along. Like said, it's slow news, man. But we do have one of the vets in the news. Um, you know, coming down in the middle. I think guys probably about to break training camp, you know, soon. We pretty week, soon, yeah. Week two. Um, as far as weekends of, of, of seeing some games, man. But A-Rod, you know, has some comments, you know, as far as his frustration with the drops and the inconsistency by his young receivers, man. We actually got the um, a video of his comments real quick. We can put up in here and then we can, we can touch on it. We're going to play our best guys you know, when the season starts. Um, and whoever those guys are, those guys are going to get the reps. And it's the guys I trust the most and the guys that the coaching staff trust the most. And a lot of it is just this simple responsibility in the offense. You know, it, it, way before, you know, body positioning and movement and the throw and all that stuff, it's are you doing it? Are you in the right spot at the right time? You know, are you running the right route? Um, I feel really bad for Jordan tonight because, you know, we had a couple, you know, total mental busts. We had a drop for a pick. We had, you know, two guys running who knows what on the third one. I should have thrown the ball there probably, but some of that's veteran stuff, making veteran mistakes. So we're going we're gonna to shift that perspective, a little slight slight adjustment here moving forward because it's, it's getting close to that time where it's going to count, and I need guys out there I can trust. <laughs> hey. How you feel about that? Hell, no punches. I got no problem with what he said. Right, no problem with what A Rod said. I got a slight issue of where he said it, though. You know what I mean? You're saying it's in front of a bunch of cameras, obviously to the media. They know he knows, you know, um, how people go, are going to take whatever he says and run with it and make it maybe a bigger story. And so for him, I think he was kind of been a good teammate and a bad teammate at the same time. A good teammate to his guy that's in that meeting room every day, Jordan Love, who obviously been taking a lot of heat, you know, and I'm sure A-Rod felt some type of way about that pick when it happened, but they yeah. got close over the years. So kind of protected him in a way because he had, you know, picks that weren't necessarily his fault, but then a bad teammate um, to those young receivers. And like I said, what he said, I got no issue with it. He said that in, in an offensive meeting, in a team meeting, in a whatever, like, hey, the guys that I can trust, the guys that the coach can trust, all the things that he said, I'm cool with it. But to say it in the media, uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling that that much. But um, you know, I, I heard they had a kind of a, a closed door sit down meeting to kind of hash it out. But uh, this is something that those young receivers need to hear. They don't need to hear it in the media once again, but um, to their face. Uh, how you feel about? It? Yeah, um, I mean, I think I like it, man. I like it. You know, we we talk about it all the time, um, and that's one thing that kind of differentiates i think a lot of times you sound know like some shit Peyton, so. what all that shit a rogers that sound yeah, like yeah that. but i mean it's accountability <laughs> it's accountability and you know young guys you you you, you walking into a a room where a, a dog two two of the top dogs left so yeah. granted you know it's going to be some some growing pains but <clears throat> got to learn quick we can't make that same mistake twice and I'm pretty sure that's been voiced in the meeting room, I would think. You know, I would think being that, you know, um, A-Rod, he's going on what? What's this, year 18 for him? 
Some, some like he been in. Like, you know, so I came I'm, out with like, yeah, Alex Smith. So whatever. Yeah. So I'm pretty on. sure these things have been talked about in the meet room. So for him to come out and say it to the media, yeah, it's gonna rub you the wrong way. Like you know, yeah, like just 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 one of them things in the locker room. Like we ain't really got to We don't really got to say that to the media. But it's that accountability, man. You know, young guys, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step it up. We can't have these drop uh, balls, man. We can't, we can't be running the wrong routes or whatever the case may be. And then, like you said, you have these closed doors meeting like, look, you know, we got to step it up. You know, we got to step it up and we got to get this thing going. So, I, I mean, I, I feel what you're saying. I, I definitely feel you. But that accountability, man, it's got to gotta hold them young boys accountable. I, I feel that. But you, if you were a young player and, and shit, Freddy come out and say, hey, man, you know, yeah, we won't get home. But, you know, in the back end, the boy, like, they got to figure out the coverages. We had guys, he rotating the wrong way. He doing this. We got our free safety, you know, vacating the middle of the field. And all. like, bro, I had that conversation with us. Don't go I'm and have sure. that conversation with, you know, Stephen Holder or Mike. Ch- Ch- don't, don't do it with those guys. I had that with me. So I, I don't see, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. If that was your teammate, if that was your OG, if you were a young guy, you would not, you wouldn't be feeling that shit at all as a teammate. And hey, look at here. You're 18, four-time I'm, MVP, Super Bowl champ. I'm pretty so sure, he, I'm pretty sure this wasn't the first time they heard that. I'm pretty sure this ain't the first time they dro- they they've been dropping balls. I'm pretty sure this is not the first time they've been running the wrong routes. I'm pretty sure this is not the first time that them young boys done heard, like, yo, we gotta pick our shit up. I th- I feel as though that's why. You know, when it said it in the media, like, yo, like maybe when we were talking about it in the meeting room or we were talking about it in the field, maybe it didn't really, <laughs> it really didn't click to you. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now I'm going to say it out here on this. Hopefully it clicks. I, and, I, and I feel you like, yeah, like yeah, you're going to feel a certain type of way when you, when you, when you hear that. But hey, like we about to, we about to start rocking in a couple weeks and, and I oh. need you guys. Okay, so this came out yesterday. It was yesterday, Wednesday. This came out Wednesday. So now Thursday when the media is available. Now they're going to be with the mics in front of all the young guys, the youngers. What you think about everybody? The, the, the thoughts that uh, the comments Aaron Rodgers said, your quarterback said about you. Now, now that's something else the young guys got to deal with on their plate. You know, so I, I'm with you from the standpoint of accountability. Like, hey, but – as a teammate, as a leader, whatever, like I'm not trying to get more accountability from my guys from the media. You know what I mean? That's all the coaches, that's on me, that's on them. And then shit. Now, obviously, he's earned the right to not show up to OTAs and all that other stuff. And we we've talked about that and, and how we did that in our careers and people did different things different ways. But shit, you could have told us this back in uh back in May if you were here, because you just doing your thing. Don't show up in, in, in August and then. Nah, nah, we can't. Put, nah. Beep, 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 and then come back. Nah, cause yeah, nah. I, I respect a Rod. You know, I, I I love the guy, but come on, man, I, I wasn't feeling that at all. What what does what does dropping balls? I'm shocked. I'm shocked what, that you. What does what does dropping balls have to do with me not being there? Regardless of who's throwing the ball, you got to catch the ball. Agreed, one thousand percent. Been in the wrong spot. Like the the, um, the offense, the offense that we running. I'm pretty sure the, the the OC and the receivers coach and the quarterbacks coach they implement the same offense. So you saying it's the coach's job? The coach's job for what? 
No, I'm you said no. You that, say they're running right routes. They're in the right spots. You know, they they being accountable and dropping passes. It's everybody's job is everybody's job. It's your job as a player to be able to get that playbook, to ask the questions, and to do the and do the right shit. It's the coach's job to be able to pass that that information along. It's the quarterback's job as well. But what you but you just said that well, you could have told us this back in OTAs, but you won't hear. Facts. What I'm saying is. Whoever was throwing the ball at OCAs, this, that was Jordan Love on that clip that was throwing the ball that the, that the that the the receiver dropped. Jordan Love was there, but you heard what Aaron said. He said, "I, I got to be able to trust you." But we know it's a small window of training camp for us to build that trust, build this continuity, build that thing. So once again, everybody go about it's voluntary, right? I'm not saying oh you should have shown you had to show up to that, but. To come up in August and we start in training camp, but then you throwing us under the bus, how I see it in front like, of the media. Like, how, how are you throwing, that, how is he, Like, throwing, throwing, on, throwing somebody under the bus to me is like, we. I'm in a meeting room with the DB coach, and I did exactly what the DB coach said to do. And then when I said, when, when then when I get blamed for it, DB coach, nowhere <laughs> to be found. I'm like, damn, bro, like, you ain't going to rock with me? And again, I just feel as though, and again, I'm not in those meeting rooms. I definitely get what you're saying as far as like, you know, giving the young boys some grace, not not putting them out there in front of the media, right? I get that. But then I also have to get that accountability. Like, and again, yeah. I don't think this is the first time this has mm-hmm. been this has been mentioned to the receiver group. Um, we've been in meetings where, you know, you keep making the same mistakes, the same mistakes. All right, it's gonna be. It's gonna come a point where your ass ain't gonna be out there. Big facts, and and he, and he, he like I said, everything he said that was one hundred percent facts. So I just feel as though this is a way where you you're pushing the young receivers. Yeah, hey, I'm 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 t- we're, we're saying this like everybody is saying this. So the the receivers coach, the OC, um, your eighteen year veteran. Um, I I guess it's not cooking. Put that talk this shit in front of the media. And maybe it might make might make you move a little different. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I, once again, I'm shocked that you're on this side of things, but you know, it, it, hey, it, he's he's the leader of that team, the unquestioned leader, that receiver room. Um, so it, it's a, you got say you brought Sammy Watkins in. You got Watson. You drafted high. You still got um, Cobb, and then you got uh, Lazard, who you know people a lot of people expect to be wide receiver one. So. You still gonna need a couple of these young guys to step up, but I, 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 I wouldn't. So, so you, you, you've never been in a uh, as a leadership role, and the media is in front of you, and you like, yo, we, we. I just feel like it's a, it's the same thing as like, yo, we gotta, we gotta be better. Like, I, 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 absolutely, gotta be better, and our guys gotta be better. So instead absolutely. of instead of saying that in front of, in the in the meet room, like why why would you say that in the media? Why would you say that? I I know. And I haven't even seen the clips. I know I can pull up clips of Antoine Buffet talking about whether it's training camp, whether it's games, whether it's whatever. And what you'll say is exactly what you just kind of said right there. We got to be better. And you'll probably go a step further and say, I got to be better. I got to watch the tape. I got to figure out what I could have done better. You know, woo, woo, woo. and I'm not saying that A-Rod should have said that like he's training camp. But you don't shift that blame publicly. That's just my opinion. And, and – I think you had left at this point. We had, yeah, you were gone. But we had a um, a new defensive coach that came in, and we had some young. We had a group of young DBs that were gonna have to play that year, basically, and they were kind of, you know, kind of struggling, trying to find their way as pros. And the 
new play call kind of called them out in the media. And so as older players, we went and talked to the coach. Like we we knew what he was saying was real, was issues, but you don't put that out in in the indie media and in the national media because this was a high draft pick. Was, so like I don't know. That that's just Oh, that's just how I see it. Like we handle those issues, the accountability. This that accountability got to come, obviously, from us first. We look in the mirror, and then, hey, so and so, you got to step your shit. Hey, you you done this three days in a row. Like went over at the walkthrough, or you the third uh, player doing this uh, same script in the period. How you fucking up? And we you seen mental reps go twice ahead of you. So I get that standpoint, but media keep that shit out in the media. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, that's. I, I mean, I, like I said, I, I I feel where you're coming from, but you know, I, shit, accountability is accountability. If I can't, you know, <laughs> me hold your ass accountable, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, like I ain't gonna be able to hold your hand for the whole season, bro. Like, eighteen years, he 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 earned the right to do it his way. You know, that's my way. It's a lot of you know, thousand ways to skin a cat. I don't know where that saying came from, but yeah, it is. But um. I don't know. We'll see. We both picked them to win, to win that division. So obviously, we both think they'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's moving on? Speaking of training camp, did uh, Tom throw that training camp? Any training camp videos from the Colts? Nah, and he then, did. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, well, he, did, he did. With you and Matt Ryan. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's play that one. The young quarterbacks and kind of how they're thrust and a lot is put on their plate and they're judged so early. I feel like when you came to the league, you guys were given a little more time to develop before you became those guys. What is it uh, like? What's the toughest thing for a young quarterback that's so much put on their plate coming into the league? What's the toughest adjustment? Yeah, it's um, it is. You're, you're right. I think it is different now. I think the the level of expectation for guys coming in is social media. Yeah, one hundred percent. I had a flip phone. You know, I had a flip phone my first year. Yeah. So you didn't have to open up. You know, after practice, stinks. see every and hear how bad how shitty you practiced that you know that day uh so there was there was more of a grace period i think i think i was like ap rookie of the year um and i had like 16 touchdowns and and 11 picks yeah you know so it's <laughs> yeah. like it's just the expectation yeah. uh for for you know guys coming in is different um all right so good uh i feel like uh matt gave a good answer there we've talked about it you know the expectation on young quarterbacks but um was out there at training camp the coach training camp uh, with Pat, Pat and the guys, and uh, a lot of fun. We it was 
we've been we've we've both participated in a bunch of these joint practices. The Lions was out there, hard knocks was out there. Colts pretty much had their way, like from from beginning to end. Look good. We lost one of our top tight ends, um, who was actually uh, a six round pick from a small school. He was doing his thing. Chris Ballard was howling him, lost him. But um, some takeaways from the Colts camp. Uh, Pat said it a lot yesterday on the show. Big big team. Um, but a lot of question marks at that wide receiver position. Uh, how you feel about the Colts going into this year? What their chance? I know we both picked them to win that division. But how you feeling about the Colts this year? Man, um, I mean, we will have to see. I mean, obviously, you know, we seen one preseason game. We'll see, you know, preseason game number two this weekend. Yeah. Um, and it's these things that we've we've talked about for a while. You know, O line is good. Running back, running game is in good hands. Yeah. Um, you know, you bring in a veteran quarterback. Obviously, he's not gonna um he's not in the the stage of his career where he's gonna just wow you with you know his throws, but he's gonna help you win games above the shoulders, you know, getting you into the um the right check, you know, changing mm-hmm. the pass pro, um, and just getting you to the right play and you know. Not making those bonehead throws for the for the most part. And then you look on the defensive side of the ball, bringing in Yannick. Um, you know you got some some studs up front. You got um, you know we'll see what happens with Shaquille Leonard. You know uh, he gets back from the back, but defense I feel as though you know we seen the game one they're flying around turning the ball over. But mm-hmm. to your point, you looking on the outside like who can step up and become that number one who can get that separation when it's that time um of the game where you gotta have a go-to um a go-to player on the outside yeah. that can go and get the ball who's gonna be that guy who's gonna who's gonna separate themselves from the pack and i think that's you know to your point that's what you kind of saw yesterday i think we kind of saw that game one uh preseason uh week one so we can continue to see who can separate themselves from the pack and come out as that as that dog but uh, again, I think the the Colts have a great chance of winning that AFC South. Again, we both picked them to win, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm still confident in that pick. Obviously, you know, Tennessee will be you know the next choice. I feel like they're kind of close as far as where they'll end up. It'll probably be a one game uh, difference in that division. Probably come down to the last couple weeks of the season. Uh, but big question marks at that uh, at that wide receiver position. And, to Pat's point that he kept making yesterday, we got big guys. You know, Alec Pierce is big. Uh, Paul, Michael Pittman. Um, the, the tight end room is huge. Uh, but with those bigger receivers, and I don't know how you feel about this, but um, I used to kind of feel like bigger receivers were typically easier to guard because it's harder for them to create that separation. It's harder for them to have. Most of them don't really have that short area quick. That's what made Julio so special for all those years, Is and he's still playing, but – he was a big guy, but he had great short area quickness, get in and out of cuts, get in and out of breaks, and created separation uh, consistently. So I think that's going to be an issue for these guys early. We had Plaxico Burris on the, on, the, on the pod a while ago. And remember, he said that was the biggest thing he struggled with was getting off press coverage. We're going to get in the league. Like, we're going to hold you until they throw a couple flags. Like, that's that's what's going to happen. Um, so it's going to be an adjustment, and that's the room I think we're banking everything on. And uh, Reggie's obviously in there with him, coaching him up. But um, you mentioned it. The running back room is in, is in very good hands. Offensive line, you brought in Matt. Defense, hey, I think that I think our defense can can take another step. Yeah, I bumped into 
Shaquille Leonard yesterday. He he looked good. You know, he's coming back, obviously, from an injury. But the Forest, Grover across the front line, Quiddy Pay in his second year. Yanni, um, freaking the young boy Blackman, he's back healthy. Yeah. Gilly Locke, saw him, talk to him yesterday. He's locked in. He's feeling great. Kenny, obviously. So the young boy, uh, Isaiah Rogers, uh, it's it's a lot of – we got a lot of playmakers. Oh, yeah. we got Which one? Safety. Mallon. Nick Cross, Nick yeah. Cross, hey, so they they put the pieces together and uh, had had a chance to talk to Ursa yesterday. You know, you know how he's locked in in his mindset, or, or always on Lombardi mode. So it's gonna be right. interesting. But they look, uh, they look damn good yesterday. They got a damn good schedule, so they 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 should be flying around and practicing boys out of there like seven. Training how, camp, the league, how the league has changed. Boy, oh boy. So uh I think they first meet like nine something in the morning out of seven. So um that after I told somebody, I said, you gotta schedule like this. This one as a player, you gotta hey, got take hey, care of your coach. Hey fellas, yeah, we gotta you know, because he can't be giving us this type of schedule, you know. And I feel like these schedules are good, you know, because you can get that the work you need to get done. Don't just be in there to be in there. You can For get sure. quality work done especially with veterans around um, the building. So um, I got high hopes, high expectations for this for this coach team, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I know you talked about it with the Lions. You know, seven wins is a good season for them. What's a good season for the um, for the Indianapolis Colts this year? I mean, Colts, Colts in, a, in a completely different category. And, I, and after watching the Lions yesterday, I, I I double, triple, quadruple down on that seven, eight. If you was out there, you, you would have you looked a bit like I, I would not agree with you I, I, saying I, that. <laughs> if, if, if you were out there yesterday, you would have said, okay, I'm with you, D, but I promise you. But eight wins once again, I think that'd be a very good season for MCDC and the guys. But for the coach, I mean, we're we trying to win a Super Bowl. That's that's what we brought, you know, Matt Ryan in for. Obviously, we've had we haven't had any consistency at that quarterback position shit they had a different starter every year since i left in 2017 um frank wright has been there obviously he's a coach that's been around a player that's been around the game forever chris ballard's been in place we had seven pro bowlers i think we had the most pro bowlers in the league last year so we're trying to win the bowl that's a successful season for us you know obviously winning our division um uh, but get to a super bowl and winning the super bowl um that would be a successful season for us now that's tough play you look at the afc I mean, stacked. So it ain't, it ain't gonna be easy, but that's the goal. That's the expectations uh, for 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 the coach. It ain't no get the playoffs or you know win a couple games. Like nah, we we trying to get to Arizona and win the Super Bowl. That that's that would be the expectation for the coach. I think that's the expectations in that building. And as a fan, as a former player, that's my expectation for him too. How about you? What you feel about it? Um, I mean. I- I think everybody, that's what everybody's saying in, the, in their meeting. You know, um, let's go to the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl of Bucks. You know what I mean? With So I want to win that AFC South. You know, we, we didn't make first, yeah. we didn't, first thing first. Let's make let's win this AFC South. Like we missed the playoffs last year. Uh, we should have been in the offs. You know, let's win the AFC South. Um, let's take care of that. And, uh, and, and let's make a run from there. Let's make it run from there. Obviously, yeah, we want to hoist that uh, Lombardi trophy. But for me, let's win that AFC South. Tennessee's kind of been the the, the head honcho there for the past couple of years. So so let's get that let's get that crown back. And um and from there we're gonna go ahead and make a run. 
that's kind of how I, I see it. I feel like that's that's some, so you go and win that AFC South and, and then lose the first round of playoffs, and you Frank Wright, Chris Ballard, you going into that meet with Ursa, you gonna feel like with with the roster that we put together. Now that's that's not a good season, but I'm saying first thing first, <laughs> let's win the AFC South. We didn't make the playoffs last year. And yeah. we had that conversation after 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 the season last year, as far as you know, Frank Reich and having to sit sit him down and, and, and talk about, you know, yeah, yeah it, right. We, we talked about that as well. So first thing first, we gotta win that division. We didn't win like yeah, like you know, it looks good on paper. <laughs> it looks great on paper. The guys that we have, the nine pro bowlers or whatever the case may be, but mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta put it together. Facts. We got to put it together. So yeah, of course. Again, everybody goal is to uh to, to, to hoist that Lombardi Trophy, and, and yeah, like high expectations. I'm I'm with you as a former player, um, as a fan. Yeah, definitely high expectations. But like I said, let's 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 get into the dance first. Yeah, I feel you. It's, it's Super Bowl the bus for them, and it's it's teams. You know, probably I mean, it's, it's 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 twenty teams saying that. Nah. Yeah. Real, real, realistically. I would I can't say 20. I, yeah. I say Man, every, everybody is 15. everybody is you said how many? I say about 15, 16, maybe half. All right, so shit damn near you said 16, I said 20. All right. Damn near the whole AFC <laughs> outside of the Jags, Texans. Yeah, I say about 15. You say twenty, so I mean, we're kind of close. I guess. Yeah. So I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But now, nah, definitely high expectations for the coach, man. Um, hopefully, you know, they can they can come out, start fast, stay healthy. I think that's going to be very important too to their success, staying healthy out there, and um, and getting on the road. Yeah, absolutely, man. They 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 got the part getting off the bus. They look good getting off the bus. Yeah, I got that don't mean that. shit. Yeah, we know that don't mean, that don't mean yeah. shit in, in the National Football League, though. What um, else we got, bro? Talking about a week two preseason games tonight. Uh, kick it off Chicago Bears, Seattle Seahawks. Obviously, Seattle, man, they still in there. Um, quarterback battle tomorrow. Yep. We got three games slated. Um, then you got, you got a full weekend all the way to Monday. Yeah, everybody getting it, man. So, um, you know, I don't know what – I still don't know kind of the, the different teams, you know, game plan as far as, you know, preseason goes. I feel like, you know, back in the day it used to be kind of, you know, first one, you get a couple reps, second game, a little more. Third game was the game rehearsal with, like, you know, pre, pre-game rehearsal. And then uh, the fourth game, you know, none of the really starters, a lot of people didn't play. But also, I don't know what they, I don't know what to expect from the second week. Like you said, uh, Seattle, Carolina, and uh, Pittsburgh. Should I? Th- I would put the Giants in there too. I know a lot of people probably not talking about it right now, but I said it from the jump. You watching Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor practice together, uh, and this is just my assumption. I haven't been. I haven't watched the Giants practice yet. But I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Tyrod Taylor's probably going to outplay. Him. So I feel like that should be a, a quarterback battle as well. But um, where you stand on these quarterback battles um, around the league? I saw some a couple, you know, some some outlets break that Baker Mayfield is expected to be named a Week One starter pretty soon here. But uh, who you think comes out on top? You know, Seattle, 
Pittsburgh, Carolina, and uh, I'm going to throw New York in there as well. Um, I'm going to start New York. I think um, they're going to they won't give um, – I'm not going to say give. I think Daniel Jones will be that week one starter. Okay. Um, and I just think, you know, it's, it'll be his job to lose. If uh, if he's not playing well, T2, he's going to come in and he's going to run the show. Um, I think out there in Seattle, might looking at a, at a, at a Geno, Geno Smith um, mm-hmm. week one. Um, I would say in Pittsburgh, you know, I, I kind of mentioned it. You know, I, I typically don't go this route, but I will. I will give the <clears throat> the young boy Pickett. I will. I will give him the shot. Go ahead and and, and rock out. You know, um, what other quarterback competition we got? Uh, uh, I think Carolina was the last Carolina, one. Carolina, yeah. Um, I'm I'm still on the I'm still on the fence with uh, with Carolina, got, man. You know, we got. I know, does this thing work? Yeah, we right here. We got a guest. Is this thing working? Oh, he can't even hear you. Hold up. What it do? I can't hear you. Hold on, AB. Hold on. You got him on the uh, – you got the, the pod. This looks good. You know, Z, this is Zito production right here. Yeah, there we go. AB, what up, man? What it do, man? What's good? P Matt? Hey, we were at camp yesterday, dude. Saw everybody, man. I heard. Saw every oh, – we're up here. Saw everybody, AB. I, I was chit-chatting with – you know, obviously, frog. You gotta sit down or something, man. Y'all, all I, all we see is your nose and your mouth. Hey, no, no, no. I got one right here. Bring it, right here, right here. There we go, cuzzy. How we doing? Hey, the arms look good, though, didn't they, B? I mean, the arms look pretty good. Um, hey. Saw everybody, man. We chatted about you a little bit. Everybody's so pumped. You're doing well, man. Hope life is good. How's the show? What are we talking about? We uh, back battles. How about Kirk Cousins saying you fucking like that, AB? Did you hear that? Hey, I did. What what, what Kirk Cousins talking about? Kirk? Yeah, what are you talking about? What are you saying? He's back, dude. He fucking dropped a dime to Adam Thielen, San Francisco 49ers, Vikings joint practice. A couple weeks here yeah, after the this. after the GM, right? Told said, hey, we won't got Patrick Mahomes. We don't got Tom Brady. We don't got Aaron Rodgers. We got Kirk, is what the new GM said. Kirk Cousins drops a dime to Thielen. Right. I don't know if he looked at the GM directly, but he said somebody he said, you fucking like that? And I hey, just, I, 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 I respect that. That's what Kirk's supposed to do as a GM. Um, is Kirk a Patrick Mahomes? Uh, listen. I'm a, hey, I'm asking. Okay, so my big thing is this. I'm asking. You and me can have this conversation. Kirk Cousins, not Patrick Mahomes. The general manager in his first year as the GM – being like, our oh, quarterback ain't this. I think that's like excuse making early and also throwing your guy under the bus. Don't you think so? Yeah, not me, yeah. But I mean, we can't, of, we can't tell the truth no more. Hey, Rod. Oh. Talk about the receivers. And I know we're going to talk about it on the show later. AB was on A Rod's side, like, yeah, fuck it. I, I'm it's like, accountability, man. You know, Devontae Adams leave. Devontae Adams leave. Hey, look, maybe you, you didn't want to hear him say that, but at the end of the day, it's accountability. And I, and I told D-Butt, this is probably not the first time that this receiver room has heard this. This is not the first time they've been dropping balls. This is not the first time they've been running the wrong routes. You understand what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure the not only from A-Rod, the OC, the quarterback's coach is like, look, young, young fellas, we got to get this together. And – so and hey, yeah. <laughs> this is what Roethlisberger used to do. You remember Roethlisberger used to do this? He would go on local radio, and 
he would just be talking his shit, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, we had a good game. We had a good win. And you're like, 11 doesn't know the routes to run. And, like, this person doesn't do this. And it would become a big story about, oh, these rookie wide receivers don't know what they're doing. Ben Roethlisberger saving the day, that whole thing. So, like, we always buried Ben for that. Like, hey, have this behind closed doors. You know, like, have this conversation in the meeting room. You're Ben Roethlisberger. With this, I think I feel the same way. I, still, I think I'm still like, hey, I don't know if this needs to go publicly. But maybe he got to a point where he was just like, <laughs> hey, we've been saying the same shit every single time to them personally in meetings. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he was like, I, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Maybe that's what Ben was doing, too. And yeah, I was just misreading I, I, Ben. I, I feel a different vibe between the two. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel as though with A-Rod, again, 18 years, my top two receivers, they left – via free agency, I don't think this is the first time them young guys have heard you can't keep running the, the wrong fucking route. You can't keep dropping the ball. This is not the first time these young guys have heard this when the media asks A-Rod this in, in front of his locker. This is not the first time these guys have heard this. And I'm pretty sure if you ask one of the young guys, like, yo, they probably been saying, they probably will say, yeah, we they, they've been on us. So again, yes, you would love to keep this in-house. But again, you know, when we talk about it, you talk about the accountability. I mean, at some point, people are gonna get fed up. Now they could turn around and become the greatest wide receiver core of all time. They could still got nothing but time. Who knows how that'll work? A B, you're the best, dude. And I'm looking yeah. at you on the screen and obviously <laughs> things here. You're the best, man. You look great. Have a good one. All right. Appreciate you, baby. Hey, when are you joining us on the show? Man, I got to get an invite on the show, man. Oh, okay. It's like that. All right. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, I got to get an invite. I, yeah. I got to get an invite. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you want to come on the show today? Let me know what time. Uh, Two o'clock Eastern hour. Yeah, I can make that rock. Hey, got to be on show. Thank you, man. All right, see you in a few. Yep. yep. There you go. So I guess... uh. Y'all agree to disagree? Yeah, I mean, we agree to disagree. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing about this show. Um, because again, if and th I was always a type. Well, nah, I, I guess I was never like I I wasn't gonna be out there fucking up, messing up day that's, in and day hey, out. That, that, so that's that, the main thing to take away is so. exactly like if you <laughs> if you don't mess up, you ain't got to worry about getting called out. In the lock, in the lock room, in the meet room, or in the media. So again, like, very true. Let's get very it. Very true. What else we got to get to, man? Man, we. Yeah, um, hold on. You drunk old Gallinari? What time is it, bro? Yeah. Get get that. Why play? Yeah, you got you got gotta stay hydrated, brother. Hey, we talking about um. I think we talked about not too long ago, like the top safeties in the game. Um, and we talked about it, you know, before we hit the the intro, but Derwin James, man, and the Chargers got that big bag, agreed to four years, $76 million contract as the highest paid safety ever. Ever. I know it's a lot of talks as far as like you know injury concerns, man. But this is I feel like this is well deserved, man. Um, what Durbin can do on that side of the ball, his size, the way he can cover, um, play the post, come down, blitz, get after the quarterback, man. He's the type of safety that can do everything for you. And um, I'm 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 happy to see this, man. It's well deserved. You know, hopefully he can 
you know, stay on the field for an yep. entire season. I think that's what people are kind of uh kind of want to see. But mm-hmm. this is this is a some good news right here. Another another successful hold in. Um love to see it, man. And Telesco, man, I feel like Telesco continues to knock this uh this offseason out, out the park, man. Derwin James, I feel like he's kind of like one like the heart and soul of that of that defense, you know, similar to what Eric Berry was for that Kansas City defense in his heyday, like a guy that just do everything. He did everything at Florida State. He's done everything. Uh, came in was the first team All Pro as a rookie. To your point, um, got banged up. I think in 2019. And I think he missed all of 2020, and then he played 15 games last year. So fairly healthy season. Um, that's been the only knock, the only question mark on him. Can he stay healthy? Can he stay on the field? Because when he is on the field. Uh, he's one of the best safeties in the game. So um, only a few guys have that ability to reset the market. Yeah, and he had that ability, and him and his agent uh, did the right did the right thing and reset that market. So this is good for Derwin. This is great for other safeties, up and coming safeties. I'm sure who are you know probably gonna be looking at a deal in the next couple of years, man. But uh, to your to your point, man, this dude can do everything on the field. I think Brandon Staley asked Mike about him. He said, "I don't even see him as a safety." I just see him as an impact player um, on that defense side of the ball. So Derwin, Khalil, JC, Asante, Van Noy, I mean, yeah. Bosa. Another team that the the it's Super Bowl of bust of the Chargers team, especially that quarterback and that offense as well. So um big 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 shout out to the Lesko and uh more importantly, Derwin James getting his bag, I think, what, 19 a year? What's the number? Yeah. So, something like that. Something good like number that. for safeties, man. Big number, man. Big number. So excited to see him all over the field this year, man. Um, making plays. That was dang. Them, them boys getting that money, man. They so they get twenty twenty nine in the first year. Well, deserved, man. I love, I love to see it. And this obviously we we see all this this influx of money coming into the league and different leagues. Shit, speaking of the Big Ten, we, we mentioned that before. Um, yeah. So, so. Seven years, seven belly. So, yeah. So, I don't want to hear nothing about Neil talk, nothing about none of that. When these head coaches in college getting $100 million deals, seven years, $7 billion new deal with the uh, Big Ten Network and their rights, like, what is it, CBS, NBC, and Fox that starts July of next year. Um, so, the money is there. So, I'm glad to see it continue to trickle in to the players man love, love, absolutely love to see it no nah, no doubt no doubt man um we had this conversation once before in this show man um you know you talk about san diego not san diego but la um mm-hmm. you're talking about just these different places man and you know something that was that was going across online what's the best Football, whether it's snow, is it overcast, is it sunny, is it rain? Hey, my Fox looked D- out too. Hey, hey D butt, D butt up here. I'm in the snow picture, you know, I'm back there on the field goal, just back there doing nothing. And then, uh, the rain picture, I, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I, I remember sliding like 10 feet. That rain shit was crazy this day. 27? Um, yeah, I was in 27 my year in Carolina. That shit look like that picture hard. I don't want to hit that. Picture, yeah, the picture tough. That's 27, <laughs> though. 27 week. Ooh, that took a little week. You that tripping. took a little week. But uh, best NFL, best football weather. To me, 
and I never say this growing up, but give me about mid forties, sunny, some perfectly manicured grass. Like I said, mid forties, sun out, great grass, natural grass. That that's perfect football weather to me. Because forties, you know, once you start moving around, you you got money. Uh, that, that's not cold. It ain't too hot. I mean, that's perfect football weather uh, to me. So, what, what's your perfect football weather outside of a dome? Because we outside know that's where AB wants okay. all his games played. But outside of a dome, what's perfect football weather for you? I'm gonna I'm gonna say about seventy, man. Seventy, seventy okay. degrees. Okay, hold that either. Um, yeah, seventy degrees, like no humidity, like um, like you say, clear sky, sun is out. Get you a nice, nice, you know, lather, good. Lather, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's 70 degrees. I think that's like perfect. Like the end of September. Um, you know, you go most places, man, and you and you and you good. I think that's the best for me. Like you said, you get this the, the fresh grass, no mm-hmm. turf, that fresh grass cut. You can still smell, you know, the uh, the grass from when they was cutting it. So I was, that's what I would say. 70 degrees, man. Clear Sh- sky. Shout out. Shout out to Troy and Indy. Yeah. He's, uh, he's had that grass on point, man. Shout out to Troy, man. Yeah. But uh, I got to get up out of here, man. Man, the man, man crew, appreciate y'all. I'm a, uh, y'all got to slide over catch me on Pat later. And AB will be joining the 2 o'clock sure. hour as right. well, man. So I'm about to shoot downstairs. I'm actually on Zito's laptop. So I got to get Zito together before we hop on there, man. But appreciate y'all. Uh, AB, I'll see you in, uh, see in a couple hours. All right, man. That's a bet. Go on. Yep, yep. My man D Buck about to get up out of here. We're gonna finish up this thing, man. Um, let's talk about LeBron, man. We talking about this bag, talking about everybody getting this money. LeBron James and the Lakers agreed to a two-year 97.1 million dollar extension, man, making him the highest grossing. Um, NBA player in history. Um, I think it was two year deal, and then I think uh, his third year, I think it's a player option. Um, I think that's around the time that Bronny will be um, available to, for the NBA. So, you know, at that time, he'll be able to, you know, he already mentioned he wanted to, you know, if he could have it his way, he'll be teammates with Bronny. I think that would be dope. Um, so I think that th- that third year with that player option would give him the ability to opt out and go to, you know, whatever team that Bronny's on. So I think that's that's dope, man. Bron is continuing to do um, Bron things, changing the landscape um, on and off the court. Um, and hopefully, man, we'll be able to see that 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 first that father son duo on the court. Uh, I'm trying to think what other sports, you know, I think. King Griffey Jr., King Griffey Sr., they did it. Um, was there any other father-son teammates in any any other sports? If so, um, y'all let me know. TH, A.B., you think LeBron will go whenever Bronny goes, even a team that's not a championship contender? I think so, man. That man said he wanted to play with his son, so... Regardless if it's a championship contender, man, that man, he got his eyes set on playing with his son. So I think so. Okay, we got Kyle Ripken, senior, junior. Yeah, we said the Griffies. Um, 
Okay, Gordy, Gordy Howe and his sons in hockey. Bobby and Barry Bonds. Okay, so it's been a, it's been a few, man. But um, but I think that would be dope. I think that would be dope um, to see that. And shout out to Bron again. Continue to <clears throat> to move that needle and um, do what he do. I love to see it. I love to see it. What else have we got, man? So I'm just putting here the call Hollywood Brown on the Ravens trade. I just felt like sometimes. They really didn't need me. I don't know how I feel about that comment. Because um, I know I watch some games. Uh, Hollywood Brown has some big drops, man. And a lot of times it's that it's just that trust, <laughs> that trust issue. Um, and, again, I'm not speaking for anybody. I know Lamar Hollywood. They was good friends, you know, down there uh, from the 305. But, you know, it was some, some games <clears> – <throat> Shoot, Lamar get it to him and then hitting his hands and just dropping the ball. Again, that goes with that trust, right? And we just kind of talked about it for like 20 minutes <clears throat> where A-Rod, A-Rod is like, hey, like these routes, catching the ball. And again, it might have got to that point where he felt that way because, hey, I, if I can't trust you, if I can't throw you the ball and I know you're going to come down with it or oh, it's that big time, um, it's a big time situation. I need a big play for my big time receiver. And if I can't trust you, if I don't believe in you, then hey, I'm gonna be hesitant on throwing you that throwing you that rock. And that's just coming from me. Not saying that's what Lamar said or that's what it was, but just looking from the outside in, that's what it seemed like to me. Um, like I said, he was dropping easy passes too. So that trust is is is, is imperative when you talk about the relationship between a quarterback and a wide receiver. So you know, hopefully he he you know he'd be able to get his start. Again, and you know, get back into the groove of things. He's out. He's back out there with his college quarterback, Kyler Murray, out there in Arizona, man. So hopefully he can get his thing going. So, um, we're gonna see. A trashy McStone, a question: A B, what youngest quarterback would you love to face today, man? Any young quarterback, you know. I used to love watching them young quarterbacks and playing against those young quarterbacks because you can manipulate a lot of a lot of things as far as and Matt Ryan kind of talked about it. And um, this is one of the reasons why I always talk about when me and D-Buck talk about it. When you bring a young quarterback in and you have a guy that's in front of him, that's a vet, that's had some snaps, that has some playing time, you know, for the most part, I'm like, you know, let that young quarterback <clears throat> chill, learn, at least for like half of the season and, and let him get a groove as far as, you know, um, how to watch film, um, being able to look at defense and then even – as a, at a quarterback, being able to manipulate different things. Um, but I, I love to play against young quarterbacks because you could do different things as a defense pre-snap to make them do bonehead plays or make bonehead throws that you could, um, you know, take advantage of. So I always used to love going against some young QBs. Um, but now, youngest quarterback, um you know, I would say like a Joe Burrow. Um, I would say a Lamar. I'm allowed to go against all of them for real, for real. But then, you know, as we competitors at the end of the day. So, mm -mm -mm. some more questions. Stats, Matt. Do you take anything out of the Cowboys having so many penalties in preseason? Man, that's 
penalties is about <laughs> um, how disciplined a team is. I know when we played, that was one of the things that, like, hey, let's try to get through this game clean. Obviously, preseason, you're going to have you gonna have more penalties than you want to have in the regular season. But penalties is about, hey, that the man that's leading that child, that head coach, how much emphasis are you putting on these type of things? Are you working on these type of things in practice, hard counts, um, watching the ball, um, passing the fence? And obviously, preseason refs are really um, – honed in on these you know uh they have their meetings and they're saying hey look we want to emphasize this during the preseason so of course yeah more flags are going to be um on the field more laundry is going to be on the field but as a team the less penalties that you have the better you will be so you know mike you gotta you gotta get right man you gotta get right <clears throat> man uh what else we got up in here before we go, <laughs> y'all see the jump man up there. Uh, how we, we gonna be in ATL, man? Ten days, week zero, as they call it. Uh, ten days of kickoff, man. How with Bison going against the Alabama State Hornets, man? It will be on ESPN, seven PM Eastern, man. I'll be down in the eighty for that, man. Uh, that'll be dope. Y'all tap into that, man. Some good football for real. Y'all put some more questions um in the comment sections as you. You know, D-Butt over there with the Pat, Pat and the crew. Um, you know, I'll be on there at 2, 2 p.m. Eastern time. So y'all catch that. Bob, yeah, Bears and Seahawks tonight. Only game on. <clears throat> Nakiba says she's going to be in the building. Would love to see that. Um, A-Sex got Bears money line. What's that? Um. What's them odds? So you can find them odds for me on them on that game tonight. Lude pedal race team, my sleeper team this year. Hey, I'm gonna go. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy because they in the AFC South. My sleeper team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I know y'all might be y'all might say man, AB's a fool, but I'm interested to see. Um, what Javiel could do. I say Jacksonville, then I say Detroit. I think we kind of talked about that too as well, um, probably like a week ago. Detroit Lions, man, they played a lot of teams tough last year. A lot of losses coming at the end. A lot of single-digit losses um, that could have went either way. But I would say Jacksonville Jaguars, um, I think they might be sneaky good and uh, the Detroit Lions. Those are my two sleepers. Those are my two sleepers. We are going to see how that pans out. Um, Bob, sleeper team Philly. I don't think you can count Philly as a sleeper team. Um, I don't think that's fair. Philly, man, high expectations. Myself and D-Butt has Philadelphia Eagles winning that NFC, NFC East. Um, again, the moves that they made via draft, via free agency this offseason um, to help Jalen Hurts in that, in that team, I don't think you can consider them as a sleeper team. Um, I think they're going to have double-digit wins, make it to the playoffs, and they can make a run. So, um, 
We're going to see. We're going to see. Sneaky bad team. I don't know what that is. You bad. You bad. Um, <clears throat> Question with Tone. Off the rails, Tone and Gems. What would you like to see the HBCUs do this season to continue the upward trajectory they are on currently? Um, <clears throat> I think it was it's definitely more media coverage, man. Um, get, get more teams on these ESPNs, you know, ESPN2, ESPN+. Plus um espn3 like get more media coverage i think that's one of the big things like um get these guys some exposure because there's some good football some good guys that that has the ability to make it to the next level and 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 again you know just keep talking about keep talking about the hbcus man um again it's something that's close and dear to my heart but if you can get these guys more exposure and um more resources i think um you know where where the upward trajectory is going. I think we could continue in that um in that way. Um, Th asks, "What are my early Super Bowl predictions?" Um, I'm gonna go NFC. I'm gonna go NFC. I'm gonna go to Los Angeles Rams and AFC. I will go with the. Who I like in the AFC. Um, I'm only saying this with D button on the show. I'm gonna go with uh the Chargers. It's just gonna be at LA. Um, that's crazy. LA Super Bowl in Arizona. I like the Bills too. I like that off the tones. I like that too. Rams and Bills. I like that. Bills, another another team with high expectations, man. I think for sure, for sure, for them, it's Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl or bust for them. So I, I like that. I like that pick, too. Um, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year, I think, in the AFC. It's, um, it's flooded. It's loaded with talent. You know, as we always say, you know, you can look on the roster and say, hey, they got this guy and this guy. But um, the AFC is loaded with talent. NFC, man, I think we'll have some sneaky teams that, Right now, before the season starts, we say, hey, they might, you know, they might win seven, eight games. But I think there's going to be some teams that can creep up and surprise, uh, surprise us all. It's going to be a great year for football. Bucks and Chargers, you know, that's not a bad one as well. So, um, this is coming from Stats Matt. This is not a. Breaking news from from AB on the Man to Man pod, but he says alleged leak document shows um, documents never get leaked. And them, that's a, they wanted people to see that. Um, but alleged leak document shows Washington will get eleven games and a five million dollar fine. Like why eleven games? I just be wanting to know these type questions. Like why eleven games? Um, but I guess you know we'll wait to see. Um, those six games, obviously, Roger Goodell did not like that. Um, and we knew, you know, those games was going to be more than six after that, um, you know, that decision was made. So we will see. But that came from Stats Matt. Oh, Shafter just tweeted it as well. So if Shafter if tweeted it, <laughs> it's some it's some validity to that. So... Ice X says Shefter just tweeted it. It might be 11 games. 
Um, Deshaun is suspended for 11 games. So um, I guess we will see Jacoby Brissett for those 11 games. Um, calling, running the show. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm pretty sure that will be um, news for the rest of the weekend. Um, D. Watson getting 11 games, $5 million fine. Um, my man Morris said <clears throat> Brown's paying that five mil for him. Shit, he got that that whole bag guarantee. He gonna be out. That five mil ain't gonna hurt. But um, but yeah, I think we kind of knew that was coming. Um, again, like I said, when those six games was handed down, um, in the NFL, Roger Goodell, they they appealed it quickly. So I don't think Deshaun should appeal this. I think you should. I know before they say, you know, if 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 the NFL appealed it, they were going to do the same thing. I think uh, Deshaun and his team should just go ahead and let this ride. Um, sit your 11 games out, pay that fine. Um, hopefully, you know, at that time uh, when your suspension is up, the Browns will be sitting in a good, a, good, a good place. And even there, like, I think it's a hard decision as a, you know, GM, as a head coach. Like, if your team is sitting in a pretty good position, um, going into week 12, like, what do you do? You know, your guy been sitting on the bench, hasn't been playing all year. Um, if Jacoby Brissett has that team rocking, what do you do? Do you, um, do you throw D Watson in or you let Jacoby Brissett keep rocking? Um, but yeah, we, we will see, man. We'll see. There you go. Adam Sefton, NFL, NFL PA reach agreement. Okay, so NFL PA was um, in on it as well. Um, on 11 game suspension for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, per sources. The settlement also includes a fine of five million that will go to charity. Um, deal still is not signed, but it's agreed to. So that will get signed soon. Um, and there you go. Um, but hey, I'm pretty sure everybody's ready to get this um, over and done with, put it behind them. Put it behind Deshaun. Um, I know the alleged, you know, victims, I know they're tired of still hearing this in the news. Um, hopefully, you know, they can get to a point where they can, you know, get some some type of, um, you know, healing through this whole process. Um, so, again, man, it's been a, a talk for, for a long, long time, man. So, again, man, ready for this football to kick off, man. I know I'm excited. I know I'm excited. So, appreciate y'all tapping in with me again, man. Go check D-Buck. I'm uh, about to jump on with uh with P-Matt and, P -Matt and the crew out there live at Coach Camp. Um, Inter-squad scrimmage with the Detroit Lions, man. I'll tap in with Pat and them today at 2 p.m. Eastern, man. As always, man. Appreciate the love. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, we'll see you on Monday. We out. Peace. Y'all have a good weekend. See y'all next week.